Yo, what's good, everybody? It's a new episode of Two Tones. We're what's back. Good? It's your host, Tony know. Timberlake 3. Follow mm-hmm. on Instagram, Twitter. Also follow this show at Two Two Tones. That's the number two T W O T O N E S on Twitter yes, and Two Tones Podcast on Instagram. You can find us and on I- iTunes by searching Two Tones. My co-host is yeah, here. Please What's happening, that. King? What's good, everybody? Like he said, go do that. Go comment and read. You know, in our iTunes, our Instagram video got like over hundred something views. I think mm. probably due to the hashtags. But our separate page video got that. So that was a good accomplishment. But I'm here, um, Tony Lee. You know where I'm at. Um, First of all, I want to shout out to Bay. Bay sent me some stuff. Um, I got the stuff. And oh, Bay knew what I'm snap. talking about. Shout out to Angry Orchard. You know, I, they sent me some wonderful gifts. You know, I started flirting with them on Twitter. You know, we started exchanging DMs and they just say, give me your information and the rest is history. So that's my Bay. Um, I got go the down in the DMs. It. You it might get a package through FedEx. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely drinking one now too. Crisp apple cider. This yeah. is not an advertisement. However... I'm going to try to work that out. You know, I just give it some time. We get to know each other still. So, shout out to them. But I'm here. I'm good, man. Just in, time, back, you know. just in time for Valentine's Day, huh? Just in time. <laughs> Where it is born, man, because I don't got no Valentine in actual literal life. So, that's uh, gonna, it's going to be dope. When, I know you got a Valentine's because so, you're married. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, you may not. I don't know what time it's going. What <laughs> type of season y'all at? No. <laughs> Yo, you wild. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. So, how you been, though, man? We ain't talking in a week, man. How you been? What you been listening to? We're back. We ain't been here since the new edition show. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah, man. Sports, music. So, how you been, man? I've been pretty good, man. It's been real good. Um, Just working hard. Um, kind of vague. Okay. I mean, work is work. <laughs> mm-hmm. You teach you, you kind of get it. If not, it's it's a big job. It's a lot of responsibility. Shaping it becomes the minds stressful of, too sometimes, huh? Absolutely, yeah. shaping minds yeah. of young people is is rough. It's difficult, and right. you know, especially you know, learning how to do it better, how to right, and it's be more test. effective because it's a never ending right. journey. You'll never, you know, make mm-hmm. it quote unquote and be a perfect teacher or anything really you'll always be working to be better you'll always be working to improve so you know that's mm-hmm. those kind of things yeah and i'm sure you appreciate it you know you have a huge responsibility you know to take part in your lives and just shape you know how they think in a way yeah it's like to literal study so that's dope that's dope um so you've been good tell us what you've been listening to man like tell us yeah, man. okay up? so what i've been listening to i have been listening to a lot of new jack swing a lot of Bobby. You've been Bryant. on that way for a minute now, bro. Like, hey man, I got can, caught up. You, the, I got caught up in the. Can wave. you stand the rain? <laughs> All right. So can you stand the rain? The sun. Um, you still play in the bedroom, right? Because so, I know you talked about how that how that song is like. You know, remember? You don't remember that? You're stupid. I'm gonna. No, I mean, I tried to debate you. Euro, but go ahead. I'm a euro step right over that. <laughs> um, but I've been listening a lot to Bobby Brown's Bobby <laughs> album. That joint is uh-huh. hard. I really, really would love to know why that album did not work in 92. Um, but oh. other than that, I've been listening to Nobody's Famous by Jared Sanders. Um, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I didn't even check that out yet. Dad, we supposed to review that too. I yeah. haven't checked that album yet. yet. We've we'll definitely to supposed it. to review that. Yeah, man. We got time. That's what's up, man. Yeah, man. Um, I've been listening to myself, Kirk, Ty, Vizzle, um, KB, you know, a lot of positive Christ-centered 
you know, uh, styles of music. Um, getting your mind right. Yeah, somewhat. Um, (laughs) So I've been definitely on that wave. You know what I mean? Darlene McCoy's, the Sean Mitchell's, Ernest Pugh's, the Mm -hmm. William McDowell's, the Hillsong's, the Ears of Halton's, you know, the the James Halls, like all different types of different avenues. So Mm -hmm. I've been on that wave, man. I've been good, though. I'm drinking this Angry Orchard. I'm in the middle of a snowstorm, quote unquote. So, (laughs) you know, it's not really as bad, you know, but obviously the news, you know, hyped it up. But we here, man. I'm living. Jersey. Let's get to these topics, man. Let's talk about um, yes. a recent record that dropped. Right? Let's talk That's about happened. Revival of the Realist. <laughs> Kristen oh, Gray man. and Jay Givens. Kristen Gray and Jay Givens. Right. <sighs> Kristen Gray, who signed to Kirk Franklin, who has a, a Stop Me, the record on NBA Finance commercials, yep. who had a you know a known record. He's getting well known in the uh, mainstream world. Yep. Jay He's Givens. Been on ESPN, Sports Center. Right, right. Definitely moving on to commercials Gray. as well. We talked about his stuff. Um, yeah, Jay Gibbons, he's a phenomenal rapper. You'll hear about him in the future if you haven't, hopefully. Yes. Um, he's we will Christian definitely rap. be talking about Jay Gibbons. Hopefully, yeah, we always talk about Jay Gibbons. Hopefully soon. If you if you know the show, you, you know we've talked about him a yeah, lot. Yeah, we but, definitely um, talked about Fly Exam, his last album. Yeah, but talk to us about Christian Gray and Jay Gibbons, Tony. What happened exactly? <sighs> they put out a record <laughs> and a video for this record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These dudes is rapping. You know what? Rapping. I'm gonna throw the snippet. I'm gonna throw the snippet of the record. In. Suicide Squad, and I'm feeling like the Joker. Never been happier. I had to learn the roller coaster. It's always fast. It'll never crash. Keep my composure. Bittersweet aroma as I turn the corner. Me and Shabby taking over. Kirk, I wish you clovers. If you lean a little closer, recovered from my first deal. Still ain't kosher. I should have my first meal. I just changed the culture. Swoop crying in a Lambo. I should have a chauffeur. Tired of these posers, but no, sir. I was keeping Jeremiah from overdosing. We the X Men, and this is anthropology. You and your best friends still owe me an apology. Even I was There are bars, yeah. and there are uh-huh. barbs. Some jabs, some shots. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I first heard it, I heard Lecrae's name. I heard Andy. <laughs> Andy. I heard an Andy in there. Um, I heard, I heard a reach. Best friend. I heard a reach. <laughs> I, I heard. heard uh, uh, I'm wrecking money. your roster. Uh, <laughs> I heard a swoop in a Lambo. I should be in a chauffeur. I don't know. Listen, I'm not gonna say this is a diss record. I ain't gonna say it's this. Not a, a diss real record. record. It's I, a real record. Right, right. <laughs> but um, um oh, Christian man, Gray bars is something you got to deal with. Yeah, Jay Givens and Christian Gray. I I've heard jabs at Lecrae and Reach Records and stuff like that, and Andy Minnow's name thrown around. I don't know the politics. I don't know what's going on personally, but it's definitely some tension going on. And they, they've been together rapping and doing music for quite some weeks now on Instagram yeah. and tour and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Um, but the video starts there in a the car rapping. Christian Gray's rapping from his phone. Your best friend owe me apology. Yada yada. <laughs> That's as about as blunt as you can get. Lecrae's yeah. best friend is Adam Thompson, the guy from Collision, and Chris Gray in a Collision no more. I don't know what's going on. And Chris was once signed to Collision. <laughs> Christian Gray was signed All to Collision. All public knowledge. All public knowledge, right? And but I'm thinking Lecrae because I heard it on Sway in the morning. I heard another shot that yeah, Christian threw that way. Yeah, he was like every way. dog has his day. Yo, yeah, I forgot about that. You're right. Yeah, so that helped me think, wait, you said Lecrae's name about the Stellas and Doves. Hmm. His friend is the guy that used to be signed to. Hmm. Then Andy Minio and all this, and Andy has a a label, minorly, and Jay Gibbons talking about money and swoop. I don't know what's going on. I'm not going to just, I ain't going to be a chatty patty. 
I said that to say this. <laughs> Dame Dash will come over here and cuss you out. Two toes, me and Chatty. Lecrae, I still want to be Lecrae's roadie. This is a dope record. I'm going to say that. There's some shots definitely thrown. I don't know the politics. I'm not going to say who, what, who's wrong. But it's interesting, and I like it. I like Shoot. I like it. So, gonna, yeah, let's hear it. Let's get up let's on that URL on. stage or no? I mean, we could. Jay Gibbons probably taking out anybody against him. Word. So I mean, we not anybody in that reach roster. So I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it funky. Even though including the new signee, Ahad Gazelle, he mm-hmm. just signed the reach records. Yep. Um, Jake, Jake Gibbons is watching him too. But shout out to him, his wave <laughs> and everything. Oh, um, <laughs> let's keep it a buck. But let's keep it a buck. Jake Gibbons is watching probably 99 percent of rappers. Period. So true, and I ain't even a reach. This, the nigga is good, right? <laughs> Boom. <Boop. laughs> right. I didn't mean to do that. Wow. And Christian Gray is in a slouch himself. And he got a brother who got a shoddy in the trunk. Listen, listen, hey. listen. I don't know what's going on, but y'all know. Check, give the name of the record again, Tony, and the, the Google Revival the of the Realist. It's on YouTube. And it's over and it's, what instrumental? It's over the survival of the fittest instrumental from Mob Deep. Speaking of that, let me let me let me okay, jump in here. Um shout out to Clock Radio Speakers. They was talking about Puff. Yeah, shout out to them, man. Talking, yep. So they were talking about mm-hmm. um, biopics and talked about Notorious and how Puff was the voice of reason in the movie. Really? And Armand mm-hmm. was like, "We we can never accept that if you if you don't know." And he said this as well. And I'm gonna say it again. Look up "Stop Yapping, Puff Daddy" on YouTube. It's a snippet from a Bad Boy mixtape from '95 '96 during this Death Row Bad Boy uh, mm-hmm. confrontation. Where he's playing hit him up. And as Pac is talking, he's laughing. When Pac says F bad boy as a staff record label and as a crew, he says, Yeah, F you yeah. too, B. And then he's like <laughs> he said, the Academy Award goes to for best actor, Tupac Shakur. Like, so Puff, you can't be the voice of reason when you are on records. Screaming, yelling, ranting, raving about, you know, people praying for your downfall. They jealous, weak. And don't get me wrong. Right. Them rants is classic. Thank you for those rants, well, Puff. Puff. But, Puff is the goat of rants. Like, Puff. But you can't yeah, portray yourself as yeah. the voice of reason when you are, you know, saying other things that inflame a situation. Mm-hmm. But, right. It's a, it's, it's one but the reason I brought that up is because Survival of the Fittest was on one of those mixtapes. Mm. Okay. And he was in the video dancing, so got to get that puff, that puff mentioning bad boy baby. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you may, oh gosh, um, but yeah, we gonna talk- check that record out. Yeah. Jay Gibbons, Christian Gray. Um, y'all might know who Christian Gray is, but you should definitely check it out. Good rapping, good yep. bars. If you know the Chh world, you probably know Lecrae anyway. You don't got to know Chh, but I'm not saying something is happening. I'm not saying I want tension and calamity. However. It's good rapping. You know, it's probably a good sport. So, yeah, mm. we're just waiting. You know, may not be anything after this. We're just chilling and, you know, it's just interesting. Um, but, yeah, that was that. Um, so, let's let's talk about a, a broader topic. And there's a couple instances of this topic that we'll get into. The topic yeah, is yeah. respecting the legends. Mm. Let's talk about That's Charles not, Oakley first. Let's talk about this. This uh, Charles <laughs> Oakley was at a New York Knicks game. If you... Mm-hmm. Do not know who Charles Oakley is. He is an old school basketball player from the mid eighties till the mid to late nineties. Yeah. He played for the Chicago Bulls. 
with Michael mm-hmm. Jordan and then left and played for the New York Knicks. He's long time been an enforcer. He also played for the Raptors at the end of his career. But mm-hmm. Charles Oakley is the the epitome of the basketball enforcer. It's like him, right, tough guy. Rick Mahorn, and like, who else? Who else is an enforcer in basketball? Like Corliss Williams. Kevin Garnett. Jermaine O'Neal, Ron, Arne- Ron Artest, of course. Uh, <laughs> right. No, Kevin Garnett is not an enforcer. Nope, 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 nope. See, in ter- enforce in terms, what do you mean by enforcer? Yeah, I mean term? physical enforcement. Like, okay, will well. knock you down, stare over you, be ready to fight you. Well, I mean, Kevin Garnett does that in a sense, does he not? And he Kevin gets in people's faces. And I mean, he, I don't well, remember Kevin ever getting in nothing serious. Oh, so like you're that. just counting when they actually fight. So, but Kevin Garnett does all the stuff. He just doesn't do. The he does fight, the barking, he, which is hilarious. But I mean, so that's an enforcer, is it not? You're not uh, fighting, but no, not ah, okay. Not in okay. comparison. Like I wouldn't say Kevin Garnett is an enforcer among the same lines as Charles Oakley and Bill Lambeer. Okay, like he's shoving dudes out the air or nothing that's like fair. that. Um, like Draymond Green, he kicking dudes out the air. Draymond, <laughs> we'll, talk <about> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> But Charles Oakley decided that he wanted to attend a New York Knicks basketball game. Mm-hmm. He ended up sitting near Knicks owner James Dolan. Mm-hmm. The story from Oakley and the story that's been confirmed by people sitting around Oakley who are not connect- connected to Oakley is that he was minding his own business watching this game and James Dolan yes, wanted him gone and asked for his removal. Security walked up. They started talking. Oakley is refusing to get up, refusing to leave. He ends up standing up. Security starts putting hands, trying to guide him and yep. escort him out. He was not having it. He judo chopped somebody's arms, shoved the dude a mm. couple times, and then about five wow. security guards grabbed him and walked him out of the arena. O- this is Oakley a fashion. New York Knicks legend. Fans love, Knicks fans love Charles Oakley. I have the utmost respect for Charles Oakley as an enforcer right. and basketball player. But, of course, I don't really care for the Knicks. So, he's not on my all-time favorite players list. But there's a, a healthy respect there for him. Right. However, how how do you do this to a former player? I don't care what the disagreement may be. How well, do you do I this guess... to a player that has brought not only money to your franchise but is connected to your franchise pretty much indefinitely how do you i could never imagine the sixers having charles barkley escorted out or having Allen iverson escorted out and clearly that's a, well i i think it would happen it would happen if it was bad blood like and we're going to talk about that in this the next topic the next legend we're talking about it happens when there's bad blood with that but, franchise and that player for nothing even if that be, player but there was nothing said. Got- I can see if they said something or made threatening gestures, but from all accounts, there was nothing said by Charles Oakley to James Dolan. So this was sheer that pettiness. That we know of. That we know of. I mean, okay, that, right? I mean, I think the reporters in the area would have put it out there if there was something said. But even if it weren't something said, if there was bad blood, right, between Dolan yeah. and Oakley, because Oakley p- played under Dolan, right? And yeah. Dolan runs the the, the the stadium, whatever, the arena. Yep. And he runs everything. And they, and they knew they never got along. Oakley has all right to sit there because he didn't say anything. But if I we, you know we don't get along. You know we don't like each other. And you play for me. And it, it's not sweet. And you sit next to me. 
I can have you escorted because I run the building. Now you would say, yo, I didn't even say nothing to you, but you know it's tension. It's not like him and Oakley had a, a great rapport and it was like, oh, no, they had they obviously have bad blood. He doesn't like him. He had him escorted. From Oakley's point of view, I didn't even say nothing. From his point of view, we don't like each other. You know I don't like you. So goodbye. Mm. But that's wrong. I still think it's wrong. I do think he Oakley is not in the wrong. I think Dolan is in the wrong. Absolutely. However, there's, there's bad because blood. Oakley probably paid for the tickets. Like, if y'all don't get along, yeah. I doubt you comped him some tickets. Yeah, that's, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying it's right, but when there's bad blood between franchises and, and voters and stuff we're about to go into, some people take that as a knock against you and forget what you've done for the team. It's yeah. a what have you done for me lately syndrome, right? Yeah. And it's like, and I forget the bad issue done. So it's like, no, goodbye. He's like, bro, what? So it's crazy. I would never do that. Dolan has the money. I guess money runs everything, but it does sound like an unfortunate situation. I mean, I that, just, that just looked like a Trump move. I don't like you. I want you out. You're gone. Like he want to ban all the Muslims from coming. So I don't like yep. y'all. You know what's interesting about that? Let's get to that real quick. The Muslim man, the, the areas he's banning, there's obviously no business, no Trump business in those countries, right? Mm-hmm. But, and also it's like oil around them areas. Uh, a lot of them areas, you know, that he's banning and like, you know, telling people don't come from, you're not allowed to go to, whatever. It's, it's oil related. You know, the Libyas, the uh, Iran, Iraq. Like, so it's deeper than just a ban because for your safety, which I don't think is constitutional. I don't think it's right as Americans since we're all immigrants, technically. Then you want to stop a certain people from coming in, even though you came in. That's just very hypocritical. But that's the American way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all you related. A lot of that is. We think it's just banned because they don't like Muslims. No, it's just deeper than that. It's definitely more context to it that we, the public, aren't getting. But if you really, you know, with your eyes, you know, your third eye, G. Craig Lewis, shout out to you. Um, you look with your third eye. It's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's other stuff going on. And I don't say too much, but that's interesting to me. But back to Oakley and um. Dolan, yeah, people have bad blood, and they take it out in petty ways. They take it out in spiteful ways. You yeah. know, they're the owner of the restaurant. They'll kick you out the restaurant. They're the owner on Twitter. They have your Twitter block. Even though y'all ain't he didn't say nothing, they have bad blood against you. People gonna just do that. Like I'm not gonna say I've done that, but people, even listeners, some of y'all do that. You don't like somebody, you'll make sure they're friend to friend or they're some site. Like, well, we do that as humans. I don't know why, but I mean, I know why, but that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, get them out my church or get them out. I see people that scored from church. I'm like, I'm like, okay. Okay, like, <laughs> well, people do that, man. So, yeah, let me check this orchard. You go ahead. Yeah, so let's let's go into another example of a lack of yep. respect for legends. Terrell mm. Owens, possibly the third best receiver of all time in the NFL. I think he's currently number three in touchdown catches. Probably top five in yards and receptions. I didn't check the stats, but I know you mean dirt and just best ever, just the best, the greatest dirt. You speaking in numbers? Or you just speaking? I'm you saying personally? numbers. Okay. Well, even a top five, regardless. This is his that. resume. We talking? Okay. okay. Top three resume mm. amongst wide receivers. There's Jerry Rice. There's Randy Moss. Then there's Terrell Owens. And mm-hmm. there can be some cases made based on style of play for you know other receivers, but. Terrell Owens has over 150 touchdown catches. I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. How does he not get voted in on his first ballot to the Hall of Fame? You know what they called it? A lot of uh, Mike and Mike and a lot of reporters on ESPN I was listening to, they were saying his attitude and his locker room mentality. I don't know what one really has to do with the other. Um, if Hall of Fame is based on what you did on the court and it's based on your numbers, 
I get the whole we didn't like him. He was a bad teammate and he affected the play of the game, but he produced. And mm-hmm. we're talking about the actual uh, numbers. Like if he did music and it was about the Grammys or like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he can't get in because he killed. He did this, but if we're just based in a, this on just strictly music. Why is that affecting it? But sadly, in today's society, a lot of people aren't able to separate the art or the person, the player, off the court from the place who's, it, play who's on the court. And this is not a situation where T.O. has ever harmed someone, threatened someone no. that we know of. Like, all he, the only all things, he did was stood in the middle of the Cowboy Star. Yeah, like, the <laughs> only things he's done is he's had antics. tantrum outbursts and antics, if you want to call him that. And he's had disagreements with some of his coaches. That's it. How many like players it. have issues with coaches? You got players like I'm pretty sure Eli Manning will go into the Hall of Fame. He literally made himself a New York Giant. He was supposed to play for San Diego. His mm-hmm. family, he and his family said, we will not play for this organization. You will trade us. Before he ever played it down in the NFL. How... That's like how is that? Uh, well, <laughs> I, but I was I mean, about I, to say, how does that differ from having a difference of a, of opinion or lack of agreement and being willing to voice your disagreement with the direction the organization is going that you work for? Listen, I think it's coded racism. I don't want to say everything is racism, but this this is if, if Terrell, Terrell Owens was a white wide receiver with all the numbers, it wouldn't be no question. Like the Ben Roethlisberger, I'm sure it's not a question when he gets dog. Like Roethlisberger, I, I, is going I can't in. wait to see that because that he's gonna go is, in. You think he's going in yeah, first ballot? Yeah, he's gonna go in. Like I'm not saying he's well. I'm saying first ballot. Uh, first, is, uh, one of them. He's gonna go in. It's not gonna be as much strife as it what? is with He's got two Super Bowl wins, right? Yeah, he's probably going to go in first ballot. There's not many quarterbacks yeah. with two Super Bowl wins. He's probably going to go in if they go based off of his. His resume on the football field, yeah. he'll be yeah, a first ballot Hall of do. Famer. But if they're going to pay, if they're going to bring in off the field antics, he definitely mm-hmm. should not go in. A lot of people in there shouldn't be in there. Like, but again, Shoot. like, I get the whole, I get the whole antics off field thing. I get it because that does affect play sometimes. And you know, but what does that have to do with the numbers in the Hall of Fame? Hall yeah. of Fame isn't based on. This, this is the thing. It's Hall and of I Fame based see, on character. Like I could see if To did something like God forsaken, like some murder or rape or something right. crazy. Like OJ. Yeah, I didn't want to say a name, but yeah. I could see if he was that guy. <laughs> but, I mean, what's the worst thing he did? He overdosed on some pills because he was depressed? That might be the worst thing he did? Come on. But like, even, like, so is the Hall of Fame based on, like, your work on the field and your character as a person? I think you your, your character as a teammate plays in a part, right? You as a teammate and how you carry yourself, because that's still on the field, mm-hmm. how you, your character, right? So I get how that could play a part. If your character affects the team from, you know, winning and stuff like that. T.O. went to the Super Bowl at one point with the Eagles, right? Was that the first year? Yeah, his first year we went to the Super Bowl. Right. So, and then sometimes he didn't, right? But well, he only I'm played sure. one year for us. The next year he came in and I think he played like two or three games and then got suspended for the rest of the year. Organization suspension. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm sure it's largely based on what you do in the field. And but, granted, there's but other- I, okay. So let me make this argument. The reason, from what I've heard, that Terrell Owens was suspended was because he asked for a contract extension that they were not willing to give him. He asked for some backing from 
Donovan McNabb. This is all this is this has been said publicly mm-hmm. before. I'm not making this up. Um, and Donovan refused to back him in his contract negotiations. If the star quarterback backs and says, hey, I need this receiver because we are going to go to the Super Bowl. We just came right. off a Super Bowl. We could have won that joint. You know, he even came back early from his leg being broken to play in that Super Bowl game and ball. Uh-huh. So yeah, there should have been, and that's another or argument, but there should have been that support from his teammate. However, he didn't right. get the support from his teammate, and then the Eagles decided to extend Brian Westbrook. Now, granted, Brian Westbrook was an integral part to that offense, but Terrell Owens definitely opened that offense up in a different way and was definitely deserving of the money that he was asking for, which is Politics. What, yeah, but that's what caused the quote-unquote problems in Philly. Right, but they don't want to. They don't see it that way. They see Terrell Owens being a headache again. However, again, what does that have to do with him being a Hall of Fame? His play on the field, the third best in history. The numbers prove it. Yeah. Why? And there's 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 other chances for him to get in. This ain't the only chance. Chris Carter. It took a while for him to get in because it's I guess his character. So there's hope he can still get in. But my thing is, what makes him not for his ballot? Because of I'm his pretty character? sure I'm pretty sure Chris Carter went in his first time. Now nah, I don't think I, I think it was the second or third. Huh. You can check that, fact check that. But definitely. But it's like it makes you think like what? So hopefully he'll get in eventually, but then it'll make you like, well, if you gonna if this is a character thing, I need to go in the Hall of Fame and check everybody's character and check their history. Because yeah. that's stupid to me. Like it's stupid. I mean, Stop. if that's the somebody, case, then somebody we're about to talk about will probably have to No. Ah, will he have to yeah. win? I don't think well, he let's will. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's Super talk about Bowl, this baby. Super Bowl real quick, and then we'll parlay into <laughs> real quick, real quick, real quick. Because y'all seen the Super Bowl? It's over. You know we so recorded. we talked about the week. Super Bowl our last episode. Who did you pick? Yeah, I had the Patriots. You did? <laughs> no, I had Atlanta. I had Atlanta. Uh huh. That's we, right. The world had Atlanta till the fourth quarter. But go Yo, ahead. dog. Literally, no lie. We were sitting here. I turned to the game late. I was out. Made some. I ran some errands. I didn't watch the game from the beginning. Um, That's what y'all call it now? You and your wife, Aaron? But go ahead. Huh? <laughs> nah. Um, but so I came I came and, and it was the second quarter. They were already down 21 nothing. They scored their field yeah. goal and then Atlanta scored again. My wife was like, Man. oh, we can turn this off. This game's over. I looked and I said, I would say that if this wasn't New England. Because we saw this a couple years ago when Seattle yeah. was up big on them. And I'm gonna talk about that too. Yeah, so I I was interested. Then they started scoring. They started. They scored again. Then I saw Atlanta decide that they were gonna pass the ball when they should have obviously run the ball in field goal position. What? Yeah. Why didn't Atlanta? They ended up getting to third and thirty three because yeah, Matty Ice was sacked and there was a penalty. Why in the it was world? Like three hold- it was three holding calls right at each other. Like, c- c- like c- c- why in the world why? are you not running the football? You have a great running back. Yo. A great back. And why aren't the, you running the football? Letting the clock run down. Why aren't you? Yeah, and clicking a field goal. I mean, even if you take a knee. Yeah, you could have won the game. Just run the I clock down. See, that's take what away makes, I, the time. You cannot bro. give Tom Brady time ever. <laughs> You can't give him three seconds because that's too much. Like, literally. You can't give him one play. I, that's I, too much. 
So to give that man two minutes is like giving, I don't know. I don't know. That's is too much time. It's like giving to me, Michael Jordan a free lane. Like just run up and dunk, Mike. You might as well dunk this ball, get these two points, and win this game. Like, yeah, it's it, it's it, the equivalent. It, it doesn't make sense to me. And if I think anybody in the world, it reminds me of Seahawks last year. Why would you throw in a one yard line if you had this guy that's been scoring a whole game? You got another down. Yeah, what are you doing? It makes you, and this is what makes me think it's a even, lot of politics and like, involved even in sports. With, and even with that, even going back to the Seahawks-New England Super Bowl, even if you don't run with Marshawn Lynch, your quarterback can run. Your fullback can run. Why don't yeah, you do that was either just, of those? That was too obvious to me. Like, even like this the year, obvious I, thing I, I, is, the obvious uh, play is handed off to Marshawn Lynch. That's the obvious play. So maybe you're like, all right, we want to catch them slipping because they expected Marshawn to get this ball. Okay. Fake hand it off to him and run the bootleg or hand it off to the like, fullback instead. And they'll get caught slipping because they're expecting Marshawn. They're not looking for the fullback. Why in the world would you throw in that congested of an area? Well, the bonuses and the players who score touchdowns and hitting agendas. I don't want to say it's politics involved, but I know I, there's obviously politics. There's no conspiracy theory. There's politics involved in the NFL, NBA, Absolutely. and everything else. So, Seahawks. Obviously, I think that something was doing that. I ain't gonna, somebody has something to do with that. This year, Atlanta was in a kicking position. Could have ran the ball. They didn't have to kick it. They could have ran the ball and knee. The game would have been over. Yeah. Why do you pass it? What logical thinking human in the history would say pass it? That's what makes me think. Time is time. Don't get me wrong. The pages are amazing. Cool. They're cheaters too. But still, why <laughs> would you not run the ball and kick it? Like, that makes me think somebody literally fixed that game. Now, I'm not going to say that's the way I completely think. Part of my back of my mind, I was like, y'all could have kicked this and it would have been over. Y'all could have mm-hmm. ran this and it would have been over. Why didn't y'all just do that? Atlanta, like, y'all could have really won. What makes you think, I'm going to try to throw it and I'm going to get sacked. And, and then you get three holding penalties. Then you keep letting it, like, everything is too, it's becoming too questionable at that point. Like, it, it's just not, it's, it can be chance. It can be, they were jitters because they were the first time there. But I don't know, man. That was too... And shout out to, like, I don't know how this happens. Every every close Super Bowl, there's always one crazy catch. Like the Seattle Super oh, yeah, Bowl, Edelman. the dude that, Curse. You can't, you can't rig that. I forget his name. I forget his first Edelman. name, but Curse, number 15, wide receiver for Seattle. He made a crazy oh, catch oh, oh, oh. Uh, right, right, a couple right. years ago. David yeah. Tyree, Mario Manningham for the Giants when they beat New England those two times. Crazy yeah. catches out the blue. Julian Edelman probably has the greatest catch ever in Super he Bowl history. He dropped and let it go and caught it again. Literally, he, this man is falling to the ground, and he was less than a foot from the ground when he caught the ball the first time. He let it go, adjusted his hands, and caught it again before it hit the ground. Around three yeah, defenders like, as he's falling amazing, forward. Amazing. The level of concentration catch. to make that catch is crazy. He's still not. And we'll talk about I'll talk about this a little bit later. But he's still not the world's greatest receiver, but he made a big time play when they needed it. Yeah, of course. I mean, let's not sleep on Julio with them catches he made though during Yo, the game. He's his Julio is dude, a beast. He's the best wide receiver in the league. It's him, A B, Dennis Beckham. I'm sorry. It's Julio, mm. A B, then Beckham. Fight me. Don't mm. let's not let's not You can you want to debate that? <laughs> I'm not debating that. I mean Okay, what I can I'm say just, one or two. I'm not sure if Beckham is that high. Mm, 
But that's later. Beckham. Okay. Well, because there's certain catches I don't think he's making. I don't think he goes over the middle enough. I think he's a deep threat, and I think he works the sidelines great. Well, I would say I he, has he has the best hands. hands. He has the best hands in the league. He has the best but hands. I, now, but I don't. Are we? Ca- <sighs> That's hard because you say best okay. hands, but hands include all situations, not just you are one one on one in an open space and you make a catch. Like Julian Edelman's catch is an example of hands. Catching over oh, the middle one. while you're getting hit is hands. That's one catch. I mean, he that's one that catch. Normal. I'm just no. I'm not saying that Julian Edelman now has the greatest hands ever, but I'm saying those are the type of catches I don't think Beckham is making. I don't think he's going over the middle to make a catch, and I don't think he's getting hit and holding on to a catch. Well, that's not a too question. often. Either way, Julio did some inhuman, like yeah, like I was like, dude, I thought he's he went the out of bounds. Like, his He's like Calvin Johnson, two point Like yep. he's he's amazing. That's so, what I was thinking of. Yo, Calvin need to come back. Now that he's been retired, he sat down a year, got his body rested. He need to come back and leave. Come back to the Jets, man. When we get Kaepernick, it's gonna Bruh, be right. please. So Philly going? Never mind. He, no, so, yeah. I don't think he'll so, come to Philly, but he definitely ain't going to the Jets. Ah, but yeah, man, it was people call it the greatest game ever. Um, it it Brady is the greatest, probably. But but he's decorated the most decorated quarterback, obviously. Yeah. Um, and to do it at age thirty nine, the way that he's doing it, Brady's the goat. He, he's the goat. He's the he's the goat quarterback. He's the goat quarterback. Let me make that clear because we got a second we want to go into. <laughs> but he's the goat quarterback. Brady is amazing. I'm a Jets fan. I shouldn't be saying this. Brady's amazing. He's the greatest. But yeah, it could man. be Brady and Belichick. It could be the system. I don't care what it is. Bro, no, it's not this. Uh, see. I would. The uh, reason, uh, 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 yeah, we'll talk uh, about this right now. Let's we'll talk go. about this. So, okay, we're introducing a new segment to the show. <laughs> we're going to start debating certain topics. Oh, so, man. we have two topics today. We're doing two, right? Yeah, we're doing two. All right, we got two topics today. Today's first topic is Tom Brady versus Michael Jordan as the greatest and most decorated athlete in their sport, in their respective sports. But which one do we believe is greater? Tony, who are, you, who are you arguing for? I'm arguing for Michael Jordan. However, let me let me say this. This mm-hmm. is this is like a, the great debate. This is a segment we're doing. Shout out to Erica listening to the show. She recommended that we do like a structure like this. So she gave me the idea for it. And I just and we now we're using it on the show. However, the way we're going about it is that. Sorry, you had to, to hear about it this way though, Erica. Right, right. <laughs> we're we're having we have to have a we have to create an intellectual argument as to why. The athlete or the musician we're defending is greater than the one we're going against, obviously. Um, yep. It's like a lawyer. We have to be lawyers. And even if, like, what Tony is defending, I believe in my heart is better, I still have to make the claim as to why mine is better. It's as if it's like I'm defending murder. Even though I know the person did it, I still have to defend murder. <laughs> That's not but good. It's like that. You know what I mean? It's like, so, like, I'm defending Jordan. He's defending Brady. In this case, we got another one coming up. So, every now and then we have this segment called A Great Debate, and we'll just defend our person and it's yep. not, we, ne- we don't we don't necessarily choose them by we randomly choose them so it's not like we're gonna get the person we know them we know more of or we're, we're more you know knowledgeable of mm-hmm. we just choose them like you take this i take that and we got and this like puts out debate skills and tests and, and it just made, it, it's a great conversation so intellectually come up with a debate and an argument as to why the person you're defending is better even if you don't stand with them in your heart you just got to defend them and just you know so yep and so That's the structure will be, we'll each have two minutes to construct arguments, and then we'll go back and 
throw stones at each other's arguments and try to deconstruct them. Right, right, right. So would you like to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. All right, go ahead. Take it away. Why is Michael Jordan the greatest clutch performer, athlete, decorated athlete? In his why is he greater than Brady? Over sport? Yes, why is Michael Jordan greater than Tom Brady? Right, that's the argument. Not let's keep it in context. Okay. Okay. Well, go ahead. Yeah, you got two minutes. I mean, go. Go. All right. Y'all time me at home might not be two minutes. God is good. First of all, I think my mother, my father. No, but seriously, here we go. All right. <laughs> Number one, Michael Jordan revolutionized the game of basketball. Revolutionized it. Michael Jordan, six-time NBA champion, five-time MVP, six-time final NBA final uh, MVP. Defensive player of the year, a 10-time scoring champion, 14-year all-star, three steals leader, three times minute leader, 11 all-NBA section, rookie of the year, all-rookie of the year, two-time slam dunk champion. That's on the field. Off the field, we're not debating necessarily, but we're talking about collectively. Michael Jordan revolutionized the game of basketball. He was a two-way player. Michael Jordan was great defensively and great offensively. Michael Jordan, as we know it, the, the famous pose on the side of a sneaker, the Air Jordan, he revolutionized that position. He revolutionized the game, period. When Michael Jordan watched, we all watched. Michael Jordan, the Bulls needed to win with him. The Bulls couldn't win without him. Michael Jordan won three straight, something Tom Brady couldn't do. Michael mm-hmm. Jordan won three straight, took a year off the league, they came back and went three straight again. And that goes to show me Michael Jordan wasn't a system player because they couldn't win without him. Because they could have, they would have. He had Dennis Rodman, granted. He had Scottie Pippen, granted. However, without Michael Jordan, that wouldn't have happened. Amazing player with the likes of today, Kobe Bryant modeled after that. LeBron James modeled after that. Everything after Jordan, we see. We've seen greats before him, but nothing was like him. Mm-hmm. Jordan is the GOAT. Granted, he had Phil Jackson, but Phil Jackson never had a Jordan till that day. So Michael Jordan is the greatest, and you can have your chance to debate as to why Brady is the greatest. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, greater than Jordan. We're keeping the context. This is our okay. first time, y'all. Give us give us uh, <laughs> two minutes. So- here, here I go. This is why Tom Brady is greater than Michael Jordan. I have two words, adaptability and consistency. I want to start with consistency. Mm. Tom Brady, since 2001, has been the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. Even with injuries where he's missed most of a season, he has still held down that position. That's still his, his team. No matter if Matt Castle's the quarterback for the year or Jimmy Garoppolo is holding it down until he comes back from suspension. That is Tom Brady's team, and they move when he moves. Without him, they do not win. We know this. He's won five Super Bowls out of seven chances. Super Bowls are way harder to get to in comparison, health-wise, in comparison to the NBA Finals. Though the NBA season is longer, the NFL game is way more violent. Um, And so this is the main part, adaptability. He's dealt with rule and style changes in the NFL. Rules have changed in terms of kickoff position, which affects field position, um, the frequency of calls, the way players can hit and can't hit. Um, All these things have changed over the course of his time in the NFL. And he succeeded despite hostility with the league. Him and the league been beefing for the last three years, and he's still winning. He's had no-name skill players over his 15-, 16-year run. There's a handful of players you can name that were great skill players that played with him. That's Randy Moss, Chad Johnson, 
Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez. Other than that, can you name another player that was great? And even with two of them, Gronkowski and Hernandez, we've never seen them play without him. We don't know what they would do without Tom Brady. We just know what they are with him. Randy Moss had his best season ever with Tom Brady. Chad Johnson did nothing, but he didn't play either. So that's a that's an anomaly for that situation. But that's my argument for Tom Brady. Adaptability and consistency. Now, now's my time to tell you why Brady isn't the greatest. You forgot the name Deion Branch, another player Brady has. He ain't played. great. Uh, it's my time. Yeah, it is your time. Now, Go ahead. This is why Brady isn't greater than Jordan. Tom Brady is a one-way player offensively. Jordan played both sides of the ball. Jordan is great defensively and great offensively. That's why he's not greater. Um, we don't know if the Pats can get to the chip. As long as Brady was a starter, like they didn't get to the Super Bowl every time. We don't know if they can win with or without him. They never Brady was never not there for them to win to prove they can't win without them. Jordan was not there, and it proved that they couldn't win without Jordan. Brady, Brady isn't a system quarterback, but I do believe in that system. If you put a good quarterback there, you put a uh, a Russell Wilson there, somebody replaceable, they will still win. It's as if the Spurs and Duncan, you replace, you took Duncan away, you got Kawhi Leonard. The Spurs are still winning. They're a system, right? Brady, Spygate, Deflategate, all these cheating that lose to his game. So those also bring up to the point they cheat a lot. Anybody can win if you cheat a lot. I mean, let's, uh, 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 him, Belichick, are known for cheating. So, Brady, not the two most athletic player. Um, I forgot my point. That was in my head. Uh, but, again, Brady, yes, played with Edelman and people of the such. But he also had the Belichick. He also had the Jets playbook. He also had the Spocky, the Flaky. Brady had all of this. But Brady is a one-sided player. You say adaptability, but... We don't know. I'm sure that Patriots would be able to win without Brady, with that system. We know the Bulls couldn't win without mm-hmm. Jordan. We we know that. That's just the reality. Brady didn't revolutionize the quarterback position. Brady's just a great quarterback. He didn't revolutionize and make you think, wow, there was Peyton Manning around that time. Yes, it's hard in NFL, but Jordan played against the bad boys. He played against the era of the 90s where it's tough. We just talked about Charles Oakley not too long ago. But when Jordan did it, the all-time scoring leader, Six championships, three in a row, leave, and three in a row again? It's hard. It can't be that hard. So that's my debate as to why Brady isn't, with the help of a lot of cheating. So now why isn't Jordan greater than Brady? Okay. And that's, that's not, the flu Here's my ahead. reason why Jordan is not better <laughs> than Tom Brady. Mm. Tom Brady has – I don't think he's ever missed the playoffs. Might have one season because other than – 2002, the year after they won their first Super Bowl, they've had double-digit wins. And double-digit wins in the NFL, you go to the playoffs. He has been the barometer for who is going to be champion. You have to beat him or get, or he's beating you. It's coming down to you beating Tom to become champion. Um, Jordan has had the same cast. He had the same cast for his six titles. And there was only the 90s run where Michael Jordan was the barometer for who's going to be champion. Before that, it was the Pistons and the Sixers in the 80s. And the Celtics. Those were the teams that you had to get through in the Eastern Conference. The Bulls were the young boys coming up. And granted, yes, you have to have that situation in basketball. Teams have to gel, all of those things. But Mike did not have to adapt and work with new parts. He had the same basic parts around him. He had Scotty. He had his power forward, whether it was Horace Grant 
or Scottie Pippen. And then he had his little shooters. They, they did the same things. Brady has had different receivers with different skill sets. He had the Wes Welkers and the Edelmans and the Amendolas, the little small receivers that are quick. He's had a Randy Moss once. That's a great receiver. He's had tight ends that he's had to work with. His his parts move more frequently than Michael Jordan's parts were moved during his run as a champion. So that's my argument. Michael Jordan had a consistent partnership and a consistent work environment that Tom Brady has never had. And I'm going to debunk your argument that says that, that we don't know whether the Patriots will win without Brady. We do know. We can look at the 2008 season when he was injured in the first game, in the first half of that game. So for 15 and a half games, they had an opportunity to go and win without Tom, and they didn't do it. They did make the playoffs. They just did not win. Okay, so Belichick. So I, the debate is over, but not over because we're going to discuss it now. There's not a moderator, so the, the, yep. the public, y'all tell us what y'all think. But now we're going to collect it, discuss it. Jordan, obviously, high school, I mean, uh, national championship in college, rookie of the year, both sides of the ball, defensive player, top 10, most score ever. You said that the parts, he didn't have to change or adapt to people, but we know even if he didn't, those people needed him. They needed Jordan, right? Jordan, I'm sure Jordan, Pippen and Rodman are great players, right? But well, it's not like I'll, as not if for Rodman. Those, I'll give you that with Pippen, but not for Rodman. Okay, Rodman's not a, like a top, Pippen is greater than Rodman, right? But Yeah, definitely. But you got Gronkowski. Gronkowski is one of the greatest tight end player. Gronk is a top probably three tight end ever. Nah. What? Gronkowski? If you put this, this is why I'm going to debunk your argument, right? With that whole Tom Brady thing. If you you put Gronkowski in a recent Super Bowl, it's completely not the same. It's done. I'll give you that, but that doesn't mean he's top three. He top five. He's top five. I would say he's top five. Top five, maybe. We'd have I'm to sit down fun. and look at him. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to say t- pure skill and, like, what the odds of the odds of. He's top five to me, right? I, agree with the I mean, statistically, right? um, what's, his boy, what's my man's name? I'm, I'm blanking right now, but from San Diego. Antonio Gates is still statistically ahead of him. Tony Gonzalez? Yeah, I mean, statistically. Shannon yeah, Sharp? Again, again, like the eye test. I think Cam is greater than a lot of quarterbacks in the past. But statistically, they're greater than Cam. But I'm, I would still say, I'm talking about as a player. Ability, and, like... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Was it do- as dominant though? Grok is dominant. Like, did Jordan have a has, have a player as dominant at that position as Grok is? Scotty Grok dominant, like as dominant. Scotty, Tony, what? Okay, uh, okay. Scotty was but, guarding the best player okay. on the opposite team. Check it. Okay, so every night, right, right. So when we see Grok with the Patriots, he's completely dominant. Right, no one is stopping him. I seen two guys trying to take him down. He's still yes, running. Yes, but that also. But with skill players, other outside, I'll say this: in football, with skill players, I think the quarterback puts his skill players in positions. He puts Gronk in positions to be dominant. You can put no, any, no, 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 no. You can put any random Joe in position. You still have to be dominant for that position. You have to have that ability. Gronk I mean, is an. You put Gronk on any team, he's going to be dominant. Gronk is a yo. You really going to downplay Gronk now? Like that's what you're doing, Bruh. Yo, I think. Okay, he, I okay. think. Gronk can't even stay healthy. How are we going to call him dominant? He can't play a full year. Terrell Owens ain't stay healthy. He wasn't dominant. You said when he was okay. healthy? Uh, he ain't stay healthy in one year. Who? Terrell Owens. What year? The year he broke his leg? 
Yeah, I mean, he broke it at the end of the year. You know what? You know the why? whole rest of the year and every other year that he was healthy, he was dominant. He had one injury. Gronk gets hurt every year. Because that's how that's, he's that dominant. Brandon Roy was a no player. Brandon. No, sorry, Brandon Roy was not dominant yet. Sorry, oh my, no. what? Brandon Roy no, was not dominant. Going, Brandon Roy was nice. He was not dominant. <laughs> Brandon Roy was not even a top five shooting guard when he got hurt. Oh my gosh! Was he? Be- Mm, what year yes. did he get hurt? What year did Brandon Roy get hurt? Not, I got to Google it. I don't know what year. But, but we on, can really? already name. We can name Kobe Brandon was better. Roy, Brandon Vince Roy was, was better. Uh, who? Kobe, Vince, no, D Wade, T Mac. Go from the top. I didn't hear the plays you said. Vince Carter, Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady. I'm pretty sure was still dominant. Hold on, Tracy McGrady point. was dominant, but he kept getting injured. Thank you for helping my argument. They, no, that's one. Tracy got hurt after a dominant stretch. Tra- oh my man! No, he, Tracy was getting what? hurt. What? His listen, Tracy listen, did listen. not get hurt in Orlando. Listen. His dominant stretch was still in Houston too. That wasn't the inside. Was he was dominant in Houston for like three years before he got hurt? It was, bruh, bruh. Back, Tracy had a five-year to- run of dominance. That's not the same as you nice and you ascending and then you get hurt. Brandon Roy got no, no. hurt in like his third year. But that doesn't change. You can still be dominant, and when Gronk is there, right? When Gronk is there, his pres- he's still dominant. I'll, I'll right? give you that. He makes a huge difference when he's on the on the on the a field. A major difference. The Super Bowl isn't the same. The season isn't like it's a huge. He's dominant. You can. And I don't know what they had a pretty what? good season when he got hurt too. Okay, I think what they lost one game after with, he got hurt. Okay, what does injury like? Just injury has to do with pure dominance. If LeBron got injured here and there, he's still dominant. Right when he gets, I mean, LeBron's never had a major injury. No, I'm just saying if LeBron got major injuries and he still played the same as he did when he was back, he's still dominant. He's just injured at times. How does that change Uh, dominance when you're injured? No, answer that because you're not there to dominate. But when you're there, when you are healthy, you're dominating. So if if we play, Gronk has dominated the recent Super Bowl. So if Michael Jordan, so if Michael Jordan got hurt and missed forty games a year. Half a season every year because that's the equivalent of what Gronk is doing. Not his fault that he gets hurt, and it's a phys- much more physical game. But and he came back um, killing. But ima- no, but imagine yeah. Michael Jordan missing half a season every year. He's not. We're not looking at him the same. No, if no, we are. You know how we are. If we not. Come, if he comes. Look, look, look. If he comes back dominant, you know why? For the rest of that season, Brady missed four games. Right due to suspicion. Suspension. Back, not no no no. Wait wait, wait 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 wait. No, it doesn't matter. You said miss. Missed, period. Missed, dominance. If he missed half the season, it, it, that's like in football terms. If you miss six games and come back and break records and kill, you I'm still sorry. dominant. I got, I got to say this. You brought up Brandon Roy. His career high bruh, average bruh. was 22 points per game. That's not dominant, dog. That's nice. Bruh. Dominant is 27 and up. Bruh, what's his overall skills? What's his overall, overall skills? Brandon? Who else are we talking about? Are you but talking, I'm, I'm, my point still eight, with the Jordan. All right, so the his career thing. averages is 18 points a game, four rebounds, five assists. He was still dominant position. No, no, in, he wasn't. In that conference. Listen, no, he was not. Listen. <laughs> listen. No, he was not. Listen, if Jordan misses half of the season to come back the rest of the season dominant, like Brady missed them four games and came back dominant, Brady, that's dominance. Like you're, but you're, Brady has 14 other seasons of playing the Wait. whole like, I'm saying Gronk gets hurt every year. 
But Gronk is still I'm not dominant. saying. I'm not saying, he's, like, oh my. listen, dominance is measured player. by you being on the field first. You got to be on the field to be dominant. Can you have but a every- dominant effect? Yes. <laughs> but are you dominant? No, you're not there to dominate. He dominates when he's in the Super Bowl. Direct. Whenever he plays, he's not. He's dominating. When Has he's he not played playing, in the Super Bowl yet? Yes. No. Has he actually played? Bruh, Yes. Did he, there was Seattle. Didn't he play? Let me check. You're telling me. You're telling me. You still can be dominant just for the period that you're on the field on the court. You still can be. I'm not the fans at this one. I know what you're saying. You won't be as dominant if Serena won every other year, right? Because she was injured every other year. She still would be dominant. Every just not nine years straight. Uh, I mean, it's but it's I can't. Type. Okay, so if so, say let's look get at this, this back to our right? regular argument because we missed the whole. <laughs> no, let's let's look at this right. So Vince Carter in comparison to Kobe Bryant, nobody would say Vince Carter is in the same stratosphere as Kobe Bryant, legacy wise. Correct. Legacy wise, okay. Why? Because he didn't win as much. Because he didn't win, but why else, really? Because winning, it can only be one winner. Yes, he didn't win, but you have to have a team around you to win. Kobe Bryant didn't win with scrubs. Never. But what, what's the argument? Because Charles Barkley and Kobe do the same thing, but Charles Barkley was dominant. What's the argument? My argument is... Okay. Vince Carter got hurt a lot. He missed a lot of time. He was still dominant? When he played, it's pro- like he was still when but he came you would back. Nev- but you would never say he was more dominant than Kobe Bryant. No, it's not. No, no, no. The argument, now you're changing. It's not more dominant. It was dominant. You said he wasn't dominant. No, you said he's top, Bruh. the top tight end ever. I'm saying no. No, no, no. You said he wasn't dominant. That's the argument. Let's not change this. I ain't saying more dominant. You said he wasn't dominant. I said he is. That's the only argument. You can play this podcast back. I said he was dominant. I'm, a listen he back. Wasn't. I'm pretty sure you made the argument that he was the, among the greatest tight ends ever. I did I say, said, I said top five. I said, and I said he was. First, said not, you didn't I, say top five. After I know. I, I named it. a couple names. I know. And changed it. Then down I said to I stretched five. it. I know. I stretched it. I said, you know what? I'm stretching it. Top five. I said top three first. Then I said okay. top five. Now, I said he was dominant. You said he wasn't dominant. That's a baffling argument. He's not. <laughs> Gronkowski is, is not. Dom- you know, be off this. Jordan is greater than Brady. <laughs> We need to get to our second debate. <laughs> but, so y'all see, this is the second we're going to have. Um, that's why I need a moderator. But it's still good. Um, so in your heart, who do you think is better? Michael Jordan. Right. You made I a great case I want to be Brady, like Mike. But it's... <laughs> like, and like the, this is the reason why. Michael Jordan's legacy casts a huge shadow over the, the NBA. They're just he, really getting over the Michael Jordan era, for real. He revolutionized real. the game. Like, every, Brady didn't every. That. Every swingman in the league looks at Michael Jordan as the prototype. If you're a shooting guard, small forward, even point guard at this point. Like I said, the Kobe's, still, the LeBron's, yeah, that's fruit off his tree. Russell fruit Westbrook. Off his tree. That's fruit off his tree. That's my yeah. debate. Thank you for proving that I won. So, but, all right, this next debate but, we got. Huh, wait. Here's the caveat. <laughs> we don't know what Tom's going to look like. We don't know what Tom's tree is going to look like. And that's a scary like. thing. You're Tom right. is that's still playing. Thing. But he cheats. Who don't cheat? That's a stigma. That's why Brady can't be greater than Jordan. Jordan doesn't have Mike pushed of off. What you talking about? Mike what? <laughs> Mike pushed he, off. Really? What you talking about? Brady. Yes. Brady and his coach has the stigma of cheating. That's why he'll never be greater than Jordan. When you got a stigma of cheating like that, 
you still gonna have a you gonna you know that Kermit the meme the black hoodie meme he always gonna have that black hoodie Kermit in his legacy. Spygate, Deflate Gate, Gate Gate, all types of gates. Listen, and Brady I'm not a Patriots fan, but I don't know that that's really gonna stick. Well, to, in the future it won't, because you know, hundred years from now they ain't gonna know us that's living. Oh, we know they got a stigma cheating, but Jordan doesn't have a stigma cheating. He pushed off, but come on, he won straight and clean. Braiding them, ah, uh, that's debatable. So that's why he can't be greater than but Jordan. But this is my thing. The cheating. only people who say, yo, they cheated are the people that they beat. Bruh. When it really mattered. Bruh. Bruh, the league says that. Stop it. The uh, they said that. it was more probable than not. They didn't say, we caught you red-handed. Uh, they said, we... They did. That uh, was their wording. It was it not? If, it if, I, said, like a duck, if I said, Tony, it's, it's like more probable. It's more probable Tony, if it walked like not. a duck, if it quacked like a duck, what you call it? <laughs> that's what you call it if, and I can see what happened one time right it's a consistent thing with them and then the Atlanta Falcons book bag got missing at the, <laughs> and their playbook got stolen but why know. was it at media day why do you have that yeah, I know. media that was, day that's stupid. That, was that was stupid too. that was very dumb Jordan is the GOAT man but that was a great argument for Brady but and I'm not too sure that that wasn't a ploy to make it look like the past were cheating and that's what I was <laughs> That's what I was to like. Y'all trying to make them look like they're cheaters again. They trying to get over that image, but y'all. But mm-hmm. that was my. That cheating was a big leap for me. Like saying, and, the "Yo, the hold greatest. on, hold on, hold on." We got even with, Ali and um. Even but, with Deflate Gate, how how do you feel the ball and say, "Yo, you know what? This just don't quite feel right." But it's only one pound of pressure less. It's probably easy really? to carry. It's cold. It's probably easy to catch and carry. Honestly. I, I mean, I if get you, that, but what I'm saying is, how do you feel that in the moment? I don't know. I don't know who came up. I don't know. Listen, I ain't saying they are cheaters, but you keep can call a cheater a cheater. If my girl says I'm cheating all the time, like he out with the girl. <laughs> now, you ain't catching with the girl, but you're seeing her in my car. You're seeing her pictures on my phone. You're seeing the lips up on my neck, but you ain't catching me cheating. But every time, like, Just come because on. she sees me with it doesn't mean and then, I'm and then if you stay, with it. <laughs> And then if you stay clean with your girl, and they say who, who's the most faithful man in history, they gonna say Tony because he married the girl he's always cheating with, or, to, or you, Tony T. They gonna say Tony T. Why not Tony Lee? Because Tony Lee always had a stigma of cheating, even though he married the girl and got five times. He still got a stigma. I can't call you the greatest. I'm gonna go with the clean winner, not the cheating winner. Brady's still a goat of quarterbacks though. But <laughs> should we even do this next? <laughs> but this is this is segment, y'all. I like this segment though. We gonna start. Yeah, debating, I do. This like, is I, fun. Let's go. let's go with the let's go with the next one. Let's do it. It's gonna be a quick one though. So this one's gonna be a lot quicker. We're not gonna do two minutes and two minutes and back and forth. We're just talking. Now we're just gonna talk. Yeah. Lauren versus on Lauren Hill, Miss Lauren Hill versus Andre three thousand. Who's the better rapper? Who are you arguing for? I'm some I'm arguing against my heart. I'm arguing for Andre three thousand. <laughs> Okay, so what is your argument for Andre 3000 being the superior rapper to Lauryn Hill? Um, he's a more skilled rapper. He has, His flow is more diverse. Um, he has more iconic, well, not iconic. He has more notable verses than Lauryn Hill. Can you um, name him? Yeah, Party, Beyonce, I Do, Jeezy, and Jay-Z, UGK plays Anthem, Miss Jackson, um, Walk It Out remix, shit out, <sighs> AT Aliens, Equimina, shit out, say more. Yeah, thank you. Um, so yeah, he has more I notable. I have an argument against some of those, but I'll wait. I can, I can say those. 
So a type of text until a girl used to see because Judy Pie over no, me. But now I'm, I'm not talking about. I, I'm not okay. talking about international players, Anthem. I'm talking specifically like the I do's and the parties, the more recent Andre 3000 sightings. Are they? Classic because they're great verses, or are they classic because we see Andre and we like, yo, it's an event, and now we go and we listen, and then we listen back because it's Andre. We have to listen back. You know, that's a good question. You know what's classic because it's a great verse? I forgot 16, Rick Ross. That one, that's a classic verse. But that's another instance of that. No, that's a classic verse. I'm talking about content-wise. I get the whole because we say But I'm saying, like, okay, so in my, all right, so I'm arguing for Lauryn Hill. Okay, I need Lawrence finish, versus. Thank you, thank you huh? for buttoning. I need to button, bro. So I am, I am buttoning. Lawrence versus that are classic. We can look at um, or two, or not. just two, two. Huh? It's just two. We know. It's two. We like, like collectively go with doo wop and ready or not. Huh? Right. That we okay. What's the Lauren hip hop versus that we as a people, not Lauren fans, but as a. What do we all collectively know, like word by word? It's the doo wop and it's the ready or not. Need Simone. Is everything? My... I don't know. You know that verse? No. <laughs> no. So stop. if it's on, I know it. I wouldn't just rap it off the top of my, my... head. But if I'm listening, I but can I can rap do that it. with three stack verses. You can too. I really can't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now you want to start this little... Okay, so go ahead. Make your defense. Andre is okay. a more skilled so, rapper, better rapper, but go ahead. Okay, so this is my thing. When we talk a classic verse, we need to be able to live in the moment of a verse and then deem it classic afterwards. A lot of these sightings of Andre after Outkast broke up, it's been like, yo, I know he got a classic verse, and then now it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Now it becomes a classic because it's Andre popping up. You get my, you catch my drift. Like no, Lauren's verses, nobody was like, "Yo, Lauren is popping up after a long absence," or "We ain't heard from Lauren in a minute, and we need to hear what she got to say." These were records that were just organically became classic. It, there was no manufacturing of the classicness of these verses. Okay, but outside of her work, did she have verses on other, like outside of her work? That's the greatness about Andre 3000. Outside of his work, we can point to classic verses. We can't do that outside but of But Lauren's Lauren. a hermit. That, in a sense. So, that helps my argument then. I we don't know how she sounds on other. We don't, I, we, Andre is great on his work with Outkast, and he's great on features. Lauren's great on her work, and Fuji's, we don't know about her features. Nas, I, mean, I rule the world. That's not a really. a great record, but she ain't rapping on it. Yeah, my point. Bruh, so I texted, I typed the text to a girl I used to see saying that I choose cutie pie won't want to be in. I apologize if the messages get you down. Then I CC round girl that I CC round town and hate to see y'all frown, but I'd rather make a smile and what the all around me. Chew what I'm no island. Pensuela maybe. Makes no sense. I know crazy. Give up all these pussycat in my lap. No looking back spaceships. Don't gonna quit with review mirrors. They dip. <laughs> I'm reading these also. As they as it is, it's <laughs> Talking about I can wrap it right now. You read So I'm pimp. Cheating. I'm glad it's night. The sun Look from the you. light will burn. Okay, what's Lauren's best verse versus Andre's best verse? Andre's Benjamin. And and this is the better rapper debate, not the better artist, right? Because we did artists. That could be another. So by best verse, do you mean most notable or literally her best? Yeah, let's put their most notable verses versus each other. Ready or not versus UTK plays anthem. Is it ready or not? It's not doo wop. 
showing sure off yes because you're thinking it's a trend girlfriend let me break it down for you again you know yeah, you might be. I'm that was in the verse though this verse goes out to my mans timberlands and the women's and yeah. my new koreans to come again burr, burr, burr. yeah we're here that's european fake rails fake nails by koreans come again <laughs> okay but point lauren has one style of flow that's it andre can switch it up on party beyonce he switched it up mm. on i do obviously that was his normal flow sorry he switched it up a bit with ti yeah that crazy is verse. hard i love that that first, he talked about a song, and I don't like rapping Sorry, fast. Sorry, I messed the money up. Because <laughs> I was smoking on a tour. That going to be me and you going on a tour, and you messing the money up. But Nah, you messing that, the money up. I mean, hanging with the groupies, the two-tones groupies. No, 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 no. So, again, and Andre, both they both are singer rappers. So you know that. We, they both came from a group. Lauren has a solo project. Andre doesn't. But I don't ascribe to that. You need a solo project because you're the greatest. That's never an argument. That's stupid to me, actually. Um... But I mean, I, I see, I see why there would be a credence to that because you have to sustain, you have to carry more of a load as a solo artist than as a, a artist in a group. Now, yeah, but the argument can be made that Lauren Hill carried more of a load because she had Wyclef and Proz dragging her down. So we can make that argument. She but had Proz dragging her down. Wyclef was the Wyclef real reason why was there. Uh, on the lustful side, Proz on the musical side because. Wyclef, he was the Lauren was the glue. Lauren was the Fuji's. However, Wyclef was the blueprint for everything. Like, that's why he worked with Whitney Houston, Beyonce, Mary J. Blige, all that afterwards. What? What? Lauren would come in and rap. Wyclef had full creative control. Wyclef would produce and do everything. Lauren would come. What are you humming for? That's the reality. Now you can, you can talk the sports thing. We ain't doing this music debate. You can try to get me with, try to get me with the sports debate. You ain't doing this to music. We ain't gonna do this. We ain't doing this. This Wyclef, is Wyclef yeah. you're talking about. You, you caping for Wyclef today? No, I mean, musically I am. He's from Jersey too, the Haitians. Sac passe. Kalalu. Pakalao. That was Spanish. <laughs> um, sorry. I mix, I got my islands mixed up. The minute. Oh. <laughs> but again, Andre Dizazo was more skilled, has more notable verses, um, and it's still more current. It's still putting out music. So, and Lauren Hill, as a rapper, if we didn't do the artist debate, we could do the artist debate. She has an album, he doesn't. She has two albums, actually. But he technically has Well, I mean, you could do the artist debate if you're talking about The Love Below. Yeah, because that is because his album. It's, yeah, that's his quote-unquote solo album. And he does go across genres into, you know, singing and rapping and doing different so things. Like she and does. he had a Grammy. He has a Grammy. She has five, obviously, right? But he, they have a Grammy for that. So... Mm-hmm. What's Andre's top three songs, and what's Lauren's top three songs? Lauren's top three songs as a solo artist, or just in general songs that give she's me her two. To? Give me her two. Her two like most notable songs. Her two most notable like probably nothing even matters and do up that thing or X Factor and do up that thing. Okay, then you have Hey Ya. Hold on, hold on. Then you have uh-huh. Hey Ya and Roses. Oh Hey Ya, yeah Hey Ya and Roses. That's Andre. Yeah, she got him out the water. With really with Hey Ya, yes, out yes. the water, really, yes. After Hey Ya came Green Light. After Hey Ya came the lights of Green Light know, is the, not his record. No, I'm not saying it's not his record. It's like the Kobe, the Jordan, the Kobe. You get what I'm saying? It's not his record, mm. obviously. <laughs> but Hey Ya, really? Hey Ya was in a smash record. It is commercials, American Idol, amazing record. Okay, watch so it, let's, watch let's, it, got let's it, just start it, naming records. Lost ones. X Factor. Go ahead. Lost what makes, ones. What makes, 
X Factor, to Zion, doop that thing. Nothing even matters. Everything is everything. All of them singles. Prototype. And they performed Roses. very well. Hold on, prototype. Roses. Hey, yeah. Even in the same category in terms of being like culturally classic. Hey, yeah right. is the only one that has an argument. Roses was a no. Cool Roses record, has a, what? No. Roses. Has, Roses was it. a cool record, but who's running back to be like, yo? I gotta hear Roses right now. I am. We Roses is amazing. Record. So if you gotta hear. Bruh. If you gotta hear Caroline, Caroline, see it again. You gotta hear X Factor or Roses. Which one you picking? X Factor. Okay. I gotta hear Hey Ya or Roses. Nothing nothing even matters or Hey Ya. I'm choosing Hey Ya. Okay. Hey Ya or uh, Do Out That Thing. I'm gonna have to go. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. I'm gonna have to go do up. I know you are. If we're going to match up singles, let's match up A's and A's, B's and B's. Her A okay. single is do out that thing. His A single is Hey Ya. Prototype and X Sweetest Factor. Thing. Uh, okay, yeah, Sweetest Thing is winning that. Yeah, Lauren got that, Lauren got that. I ain't going to like got that. But now let's match up versus outside of their work. That's iconic. Oh, you can't do that. You know why? Lauren doesn't have those. Now, um... <laughs> <laughs> so if we're basing it artistically, who's the better artist? Not we can count accolades, but actual talent. They both play, they both act, they both rap, they both sing. Lauren's a better singer. I would yep. argue that Andre's a more skilled rapper. Is that safe? Skilled mm. rapper. But Lauren unplugged went crazy. You know Lauren's flow is crazy. I know, but is it better than Andre's flow? Like better than like no, right? Hmm. It's. I think Lauren has an insulated sound that caters to that. Well, I, I guess think, the diabolical technically erroneous. No, okay, but stop. I'm saying let's let's just okay. No, no, no. Who I'm, has saying more this, diverse... I'm saying this in the sense of like the type of music that she deals with does not push her to use any other flow. Why not? You have unplugged. Yes, she's doo-wop. rapping with a guitar. You have doo-wop. She's That's not a doing a 16 of... guitar, by the way, either. Hold up. Doo-wop is different than X-Factor in terms of content, right? Is One is like heartbreak. One is like... Yes, power but I like, think music... Why can't you switch the flow up? Why? Well, she didn't rap on X-Factor. I'm, well, I'm, I'm not... I'm sorry. Lost Ones. I mean, it's the same... It's the it's same, the same, tempo. same thing. Like Killing Me Softly. It's the same tempo, though. Killing Me... It, you can still... Oh, we talking tempo. Andre's changing. I'm flow. talking music. Wait, 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 wait. Andre changes flow up on different tempos now. You got party. You got deuces. Chris Brown. You got sorry. Different. You got party over Baghdad. Yeah. So I'm saying his flows more diverse. If you gonna a, go with Lauren, then you can say she's got consumerism where she's rapping super fast. <laughs> and you said that record was fire. You said, I said that fire. I said dope. It's dope. I like the record. It is. I, I like it's dope. Exactly. That, so that was one record. At, Andre has a, up to speed. No, one you can only do that one time in history and point to that. Andre has a conglomerate of flows. Like he has three, four different flows. I'll give you that. Like and more people are modeled after him rapping. Kendrick Lamar, John Gibbs. I mean Jay, like I mean what? Lauren's rapping. Let's talk rapping. You can say every female rapper in the game kind of points back to Lauren at some point. But but the, the, does their music scream out points to Lauren? When you hear them, do you hear Lauren? 
No, but when you but you hear them, you hear Andre, don't you? Yeah. Thank you. So again, the debate is one. When we get to but music, you gonna win these debates. I think it's you can win the athlete debates. You can probably win athlete debates. You ain't gonna win these music debates. But that sets her apart. That sets her apart. You making my argument. Nobody can duplicate her after twenty years. You say what? Hold after on, twenty years, nobody's duplicated her sound. It's not duplicating her sound. It is. Like, it's like the no, people, but if you that great, who did you name for who did you name for three stacks? About Kendrick. It's not his. No, no, it's not his sound. That's what you're mixing up. I didn't say they had Andre 3000 sound. I didn't say it was his sound like musically, like sonically. I said the flow. It's not his okay. sound like his style of music. He doesn't. Kendrick ain't making no hey y'all type records and bombs <laughs> over in prototype. He but might. I'm saying you never you know. Can, you gotta give him some time and give him a chance with Badu. Then he might. Uh, <laughs> oh man, and that's why he's the greatest. Thank you. That's why he's great because he had a baby but Badu. Case closed. You ain't winning these music debates. You get your little sports debates out of here. You ain't winning the music. You hey, got the dog. sports. I got the music. It's hey, over. Dog. But, hey, dog. but again, her kids your are Marley's dog. True, true. But ain't from the Marley. But we heard it. <laughs> <laughs> My heart is in Lauren. This hurt me, man, because I can't. And like Lauren is, I still think Lauren is the better rapper. I think Andre is just the more skilled rapper. But I think Lauren is better. Mm -hmm. I really do. Content-wise, Lauren is just heavy. Lauren is just substance. Lauren is just conscious. Lauren is just, she captivates you vocally yeah. and with the raps. So I do my heart think Lauren is better. And what do you think? Lauren. And Andre is right up there, though. You know what I mean? But Lauren is just like, it's Lauren not is just like a, play. This is not a, neither one of these actually is a, like, smack them way out of this. Conversation, they right? Be like it's, it's these are these are conversations, <laughs> right? So as y'all can see, like we'll have these debates every now and called a great debate a segment. We'll take two topics, one athletes and one music related. Is that fair? Yep. We may yeah, even do we'll some debate. albums, face some albums. We may even do albums. You know, we may even debate albums, like you know. So and we have to intellectually create an argument for the person we're defending, even though in our heart we don't. Rock with it, but we got to really, really defend them and show as to why they're degraded. It's just a typical debate, a usual debate like we on a debate team. So I think it's a great segment. I yep. liked it. Um, shout out to everybody in that. So, Tony, you got something else you want to talk about? We had a minute, a minute. We had an hour and 13. Nah, man, I'm good. Just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, yeah, man. And y'all tell us who y'all think wanted, not the debate, not like whose side we are Tell us which more. side of the argument you fall with. Do you choose Tom Brady over MJ or do you choose... Lauren over Andre. Right. Which side of the debate did you side with more? And did mm -hmm. you know we helped that argument? So we'll do this tomorrow. We'll be back next week. And um, yeah, we promote it tomorrow. Another episode of Two Tones. Time to sign out. Tony and else, right? You good? Yep, I'm good, man. All right, shout out to my bae, Angry Orchard, and I'll catch you later. Peace. Peace.